This is The Ticket, all sports, all the time, with your boys, former NFL Philadelphia Eagle, Ray Ellis, and Fan Man. Your number one fan-oriented sports talk leader, Voice of America. And boy, that's a little bit too loud. Oh, we're here. We're live on the World Wide Web. You're listening to Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice of America Network with the number one co-host in the world. And that is a guy by the name of... And, uh, and we got all oh, whoa, 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 we got echo. What are we in some echo? What are we in some echo chamber? We, we got everything going on here, man. But, oh uh, man! But I'm sure they'll fix it. See, they fixed it. The engineer, there they are. The engineers fixed it. <laughs> anyway, we, we're really loud today, so I hope it's uh, coming off uh, very good. Well, hopefully so, they got it fixed. We don't have to worry about that part. So, Ray, how, how are you doing today? Well, I'm doing, I'm doing well. You know, it's, uh, you know, as always, it's, it's good to be here in the valley. It's hot, like it always is. You know, it feels, and, uh, it feels like back east to me. And things are, things are uh, heating up uh, uh, across every league there is: NBA, NFL, every, NBA, you know, NFL, bike riders. And you know, you name it: people. baseball, everything. You know, but there's a lot going on in, in the world of sports and uh and we're glad you're tuned in uh, like you've been doing and we really appreciate those listeners uh, our numbers have been growing and we're certainly appreciative of it even the dogs are appreciative of it regardless of how big or how small they are but uh we're going to call off the dogs right now but uh <laughs> talk a little bit about the cardinals it's almost time to be going to camp yeah next uh next week i think they go and uh it's an exciting time for them to go to camp uh, even though uh many people have been picking them to you know Maybe finish in the in the middle. Uh, no, they of the picked them at the teams. end. Uh, no, uh, the, there was two guys, uh, Yahoo Sports, who picked the Cardinals. Uh, one picked them at twenty three. Ah, those guys don't know anything. And Yahoo. the other, and the other guy, wait a minute, the other guy picked them at twenty seven. Twenty seven. Well, I like they that. I mean, they didn't get in the top fifteen. Twenty seven is a nice number. I like the number, but guess what? Right, right, the right. Cardinals going to finish much better than that. Um, twenty seven out of thirty two you know teams, and that means they definitely are going to make the playoffs. That no, I think, and I've always thought, you go to school, they're going to make the playoffs. Ohio State. Hey, Did you man. learn anything when you hey, were there? Hey, yeah. I, you know I don't know how to win. Yeah. I don't know how to win. You know how to win? Yeah, you know how to win. And they're going to win. Oh, okay. The I told you the win. other day. I told you the other day you should be a coach. You should be a coach. You're, <laughs> you, you even motivate me. You even turn me around hoping that the Cardinals are going to win that I believe now. Anyway, you know what's really cool about the Cardinals? They're signing their draft picks. Well, that yeah. is ab- absolutely unbelievable. Believable. Well, if you want the guys to contribute, one thing they got to do, they got to be in training camp and they got to be practicing. They got to yeah. be on the field. They they can't learn the playbook. They can't learn, you know, they can't uh, the cohesiveness that they you know need to be with one another uh, to know what's going to happen on the field. That team spirit, that camaraderie, it happens in training camp. In training camp, you know, well, you know what? Before they never did that, so they signed Allen Branch. Yeah, and that's a good that's a good that's a good signing. You know, you all we, we focus so much on our offensive line, but our defensive line also. Is you know in need of an upgrade, mm-hmm. the and, and Allen's uh, going to do that. Yeah, the team's second round pick, even though he's from Michigan. Yeah, so it doesn't matter. Oh, that's right, Ohio State. You don't like those guys, but you no, know, they're going to be winners. Well, the Michigan, I, I will give them credit. They do okay. win in Michigan, and it's always important. Okay. You know, I, I think it's important that you draft people that know how to win football games. Well, Branch, uh, he's 6'5", 334 pounds. He was instrumental in helping Michigan's run defense rank number one in the nation last year. So let's hope he can do that here. Yeah, well, like I said, let's you know, he, he, he knows how to be a winner. You know, he's a big boy, and I think he's from uh, he's from New Mexico, so he's, he's close. So, yeah, well, uh, you know what? I think Allen's going to do very well. I watched him in his college career. He, he's, a, he's like you. They're watching you. He's a much bigger kid, but he's, he's, he's a, a winner, all-American, you know, come yeah. in with the right attitude. He's a killer. 
you know, and he's he's the kind of guy that we need on this football team. Like I said, the focus in the offseason, you know, uh, one thing that Wiz said is, that, and that's Wiz and Hunt said, that the focus was going to be on the offensive line. As a matter of fact, he, he focused so much on the offensive line, he made Matt happy. Wouldn't Matt send him a text message to say, great pick, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, <laughs> right. pick Levi Brown yeah. the first-round draft pick? Well, you know? Levi Brown, now talking about him, they're almost uh, done with uh, signing him. Uh, they have the parameters of the contract. Uh, they have agreed to the money, and I think they're just uh, tying up the loose ends. And uh, he'll, he'll be uh, he'll be in training camp too. I mean, it's unbelievable. I can't. I, I'm just just like, waiting for him to pick up that I, Tiffany's pen and sign. I am just like uh, I can't believe it. It's well, you the know, new Cardinals. It, well, it's the new Cardinals. But again, I told you a, a while back that I thought that one thing that Wiz would certainly say is that you know if he took this job is that there's some things that uh, they had to agree that they would help him with, and that is to get the people that he needs to win the game. And to make sure to make sure you get him here on time, you know. Yeah. And, well, you know, and get him here in training camp, get him signed. I think uh, Wiz has a lot to do with that. The coach, the new coach of the Cardinals, by telling uh, the front office and the uh, uh, general manager, uh, which I'm not going to mention his name because I don't like him, uh, to get the players signed because that's how you win football games and how you become successful uh, in the league. You cannot have these people just lay- laying around and then they come and you know, they sign in the first or second game. They're not prepared, like you said. They don't have they don't know the game book, they, the playbook. They're, 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 the camaraderie's not there. And we've seen this over the last 19 years, fans, as you will agree with me. If you'd like to call in, you may do so eight six six four seven two five seven eight eight again eight six six. Four seven two five seven eight eight. Ray. You know, there's one guy. I gotta say this. I, I got one guy that I remember back in the day. He used to be the master of holding out, and, and you know, and you know, everybody wants who, to hold who out. Who was know, it? Uh, who was, was it? You? you? No, it wasn't me. He was, was he was a master who, of holding who, out. Who was it? And the thing about it is. Uh, anybody who felt that you had to be in training camp, you had to be practicing all the time, you had to be on the field in order to win games, to get that chemistry together with your teammates, he just blew that right out the door. Who, who was it? Mike Quick. Oh really? Mike <laughs> One of the was greatest great. running back, wide receiver, wide receiver. ever play yeah. football for anybody, and certainly with the Philadelphia Eagles. And he and he and Roger Worski, I mean, boy, they just, did they ever, you know, uh, some long bombs? You want to see some bombs that away? Was a, that was bombs Man, away. Was, you know what's funny about him? He had a great name, Mike Quick. Oh, yeah, quick, you yeah. know, I mean, Quick. Yeah, and and John Spagnuolo once said he Mike was very quick. Mike was very fast. Mike had you know he could do everything. Yeah, you know? it, it was just it, never I, went to training camp. Never went to training Mike camp. Mike would hold out a training camp and show up, and him and Jaws would just yeah. like they would dispel any rumors that guess what you have to be in training camp to win. He's a great athlete, man. One of the best, you know, and you know, in, I, injuries got to him. I do, I do have a major announcement to make, which I've been uh, promoting over the last couple of weeks, and now it's out in the press, and there's going to be more in the press. Pat Summerall. The former NFL play-by-play legendary announcer is going to be on the Voice America Sports Network. Isn't that unbelievable? Now you know, right? Man, that, you know that, that that's a good one. I mean, when you talk about hitting home runs, that that's a home run. That's a home run. You know, Pat and, Summerall. Pat, if you're listening, we love you. Uh, we can't wait for you to be on the network. Uh, you'll be able to say whatever you want and really uh, have a good time and have a lot of fun like we do. When you talk about people who who know the game, people who know how to broadcast the game to give you uh you know comments that are relevant to the game you know pat knows the game played the game very good football player knows mm-hmm. the game as well as anybody and you know mm-hmm. to be honest as 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 a as a young kid coming up in college coming up in high school you know, you would hope that someday you get a chance to play ball, and that that announcer would be the guy doing the game one time when right. you played. And, and well, he, he and John were good as, as yeah. Good as Madden, Madden's great too. You know, the thing is with uh, Pat Summerall, he he uh, uh, called the game when you knocked Walter Payton almost out of the game in Chicago back in the eighties. Oh, did he really? Yeah, he he called that game. Wow, I didn't know that. You yeah. know, that, that, well, that's one of those things. Whereas when you're playing, you don't know who's calling it, but you right. just hope that he's calling your yeah, game. Yeah, he, he, in fact, he even said, "Did you see? Did you see the hit Ellis put on Walter Payton?" And Payton was like 
like looked like he was drunk. I mean, you hit him really hard. Well, you know, You're it, mean, man. It, no, it was it was lucky. It was know. lucky. Walter okay. probably was looking at somebody else and never. He's probably looking me. at that cheerleader. Right? Yeah, God bless him. Anyway, uh, so Pat Summerall will be on the air September fourth. Uh, the time is yet to be determined, but uh, Pat, welcome aboard Voice America Sports, and we are looking forward to having you on as part of the team. And, if, and Pat, if you're listening, if you'd like to call in, you may do so, 866-472-5788. And um, so, Ray, what's going on with this Vic thing? Man, this is, thing has really gotten out of control. Well, you Ooh, know, baby. You know, listen, I, you know, here again, <laughs> you know, Michael Vick is, you know, on on the headlines, you know, you look on anything on any news broadcast, you look in the newspaper, and it's all about Michael Vick, and it ha- really has nothing to do with football at all. It has to do with some off-the-field activities. And, again, you know, I'm going to say, I'm going to speak my opinion about this, and I think some other people share this opinion. Many don't. But half of those people out there that are protesting, Mike, right now, their children and themselves as well probably are not football fans. But they're probably the kind of people who – you know, you know they they love animals. So what Mike has done is wrong. Mike has broken the law. And instead of my opinion, listen, we we've got somebody on the line here. I think a guy G Money from Phoenix is on hold. Hey, hey G, you there? Yes. And you, G, uh, you're welcome to the Ray Ellis Show and Fan Man. So uh, what, what what is your opinion about the Michael Vick thing? You know, you- in today's society, we have to have accountability. Michael Vick is an ex- excellent quarterback, but. Um, the verdict is still out. A lot of evidence does point to him. I do believe that um, you are innocent into proven guilty. And for the lead to uh, stand aside and say at this point in time that Michael Quick, I mean Mike, uh, Michael Vick cannot come to training camp, that he can't participate in any games until he goes to trial, I think is completely wrong. Uh, just like I think it's wrong for the commissioner, Bud Selig, not to be in the presence of a stellar athlete, someone who would go down in history as one of the greatest baseball players of all time. Who is that? And who do you think it is? Barry Bonds. Oh, Barry Bonds, okay. Oh, I think he was, I think he was at the game the other day. Well, he, he... No, he's hanging out because he wants to be there when he hits the... Uh, right, right. Hang out. So he, 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 I think he is attending those games. He is attending. Yeah, he is attending those games. But let but let, let let's go back to you know some of the uh, you right. know the Michael Vick comics that, that that you made. And you know I think from my perspective as being a part of the game, what's important to the league is is the image and their revenue. They're they're interested in revenue and anything that will affect the revenue, then they're they're going to be totally against that. So and you know they they really are not necessarily going to support Michael Vick. Because of the fact that, you know, they control Michael, but they don't control the dollars of which the fans and the advertisers and all those sponsors bring to the table. So if they think something's going to offend them, they're going to take the side of the sponsor. Right. Well, it's always it's always about, uh, gee, it's always about, like, Dynamis. Look what happened to Dynamis. Same situation. Sponsors. He offended somebody, and they got all upset, and they went on in the, on this terror streak. And what they did was they got rid of him before they lost Procter & Gamble and the rest of these sponsors. I mean, that's that's what it's all coming well, down to. It's about money. Now, now Don Imus... Don Don Imus was offending humans. Michael Vick has done yeah, something dogs. against he, animals. He, he, yeah, but you don't do that to animals. Yeah. I mean, you know, but it's all about the image of the league. That's and what it's about money. It's all the image it's, it's, of NBC, just like Michael Michael Koic is uh, uh, Vick is offending the image of the NFL. Um, there has to be accountability. And the bottom line, when you have an athlete making a hundred million dollars a year, a hundred million dollars on his contract, you cannot go out and uh, 
have dogs on your property that are fighting and say you're not aware of it. But listen, listen, I, listen. I, I think he's aware of it, but at the same time, I, you know, I don't think we have to throw the money in there. I don't care if it's if my kid makes absolutely nothing, and I don't want my son out fighting dogs. So I don't think the money has anything to do with. It. I don't think just. I don't think you got a greater responsibility in this world to be a decent human being just because you make more money than me. Well, you know, I he, think we all have to be decent human beings. Hey, G, here's the thing: if he he's been indicted on 50 counts, and they said it was so horrific, they would. Oh, they just throw stuff up there. Not no, I'm just saying. He's not guilty of fifty, though. No, I'm just saying what they said. They said it was horrific, and I mean they haven't released what actually happened. They only gave us a certain amount of things to talk about. Well, it's certainly something that. I think what, they, what they've done is they brought all these charges against him and say, okay, let's bring everything against him that we possibly can, and maybe one or two of them will stick. But certainly this man is not guilty of 50 of those crimes. And, and I didn't see him, and I don't know what they are, you know, but as they say, they're horrific. And, you know. hey, but G, listen, what we've got to do, I'm sorry. i ask one more question, and then we'll go to break. Gee, um, if he is found guilty, do you think his football career is over, or do you think another, another NFL team would pick him up? Oh, I believe in our society we live in, great America, everybody deserves a second chance. I think his career is done in Atlanta, but I don't think his career is done in the NFL. Okay. Well, gee, thank you for calling into the show. we got to take a break. You're listening to the Ray Ellis Show. Maybe you can hold on. Hey. Another question. Oh, you have another question? Yeah, Jay? I'm going to ask him another question. Oh, okay, gee, can you hold on? Absolutely. Okay, we'll be right back after this break. You're listening to the Ray Ellis Show with Fan Man on the Voice America Sports Radio Network. voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and move on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Must be at least 21 years of age to play. Void where prohibited. Where I come from, mate, there's a horse racing event so big, it's dubbed the race that stops a nation. Offices are closed. The streets are quiet. And then it happens. The running of the Melbourne Cup. This first Tuesday in November, the eyes and ears of a nation are on Australia and the world-famous Flemington Racetrack for the Melbourne Cup. And YouBet.com wants to take you and a guest there. All expenses paid. You Bet You Fly at YouBet.com could just be the ticket to this year's Melbourne Cup. A winning ticket like none you've ever cashed before. And all you've got to do for your chance to win is play. Just wager five times with YouBet.com between April the 1st and June the 30th. And you'll automatically be entered to win. New to YouBet.com? Stop on by and we'll give you a free 60-day trial. Nobody gives you more tracks, more features or more ways to enjoy the action. Log on to YouBet.com to play and you could be at Australia's racing event of the year. The Melbourne Cup. You Bet You Fly. See contest info and rules for You Bet You Fly at YouBet.com. Can't get enough of college basketball? We can't either. Tune into the College Basketball Experience with host Jim Haney for the ultimate interactive basketball talk radio show. Don't just watch college basketball. Hear about it and talk about it with those who know college basketball best, the coaches. The College Basketball Experience airs live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 o'clock Eastern, with Jim Haney, the executive director of the National Association of Basketball Coaches. Participate in active open discussions on current topics in college basketball and as Jim brings listeners insight from today's top college basketball coaches as well as stories and opinions from the legends of college basketball that's the college basketball experience airing live every wednesday at 11 a.m pacific time right here on the voice america sports network the fans now have a voice to speak their mind no holds barred they need a bitch's ass 
I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Speak up. We ain't playing around. I like right. that kind of stuff. Speak up. And that's what that's what G Money's doing. G Money is speaking up, and and, and I kind of like that. You know, G, G let me ask you a that, question. Is that, here. Hey, G, is that your real name, G Money? G Money. That's Inside cool, man. Undercover. <laughs> you, you, do you dog fight? Do I dog fight? Yeah. Absolutely not. Okay, that's good. Well, let, let me ask you something. And you know, we we were talking about accountability, and we we're talking about role models and everything. Uh, obviously, you're a sports fan. What, what do you feel that the role that the athletes are to play in society? What, what's their role in terms of and, and how do they know what role they're supposed to play? What do you think they should do in terms of, you know, being decent human beings and showing other people? What role do they really have to society? Well, I think that we all have a certain role to society, but sometimes we put athletes on a role different than we do from uh, actors or politicians. I mean, the bottom line is this, Ray. Uh, you're, you, you know, Charles Barkley summed it up perfectly. You, you are, you know, I am not a role model. Your role model should be your parents. They have a responsibility to their team. They have a responsibility to their families. And they have the responsibility as good citizens to, sell, to carry themselves in a way that doesn't offend other people or doesn't, does not break the law. Hey, Outside hey. of that, I don't really think that there's a role that they specifically play other than being an entertainer because that's hey, what they are. That's what they are. Hey, G, I agree with you wholeheartedly. When, when uh, Charles Barkley said that a couple years ago, he, his balls were hung out the dry like, you know, we're, we're supposed to look up to this basketball player. I mean, we don't know what happens in uh, athletes' private lives. We don't know what they're up to, what they're doing. The only thing we see is on Sunday uh, afternoon, a football game. That's what we see. We don't know nothing about them unless they get drunk or they get pulled over for whatever. Then it hits the news. But other than that, we don't know. So really, and you're 100% right, and I agree with you, that your role model should be your father and your mother, and they should help you along in life, not some football player who basically doesn't care one way or the other. And again, and I, I've said this many times, and I will continue to say it as long as it's something that's, that's, that's worth saying, and that is a guy by the name, a great baseball player by the name of Gary Maddox once told me that athletes need role models too. Just because you all of a sudden get drafted by the NFL or the NBA or Major League Baseball, you know, you're put on this pedestal, and because now you signed a $5 million contract, you are, you know, the best model human being there ever was. And some of these kids got a lot of problems you, themselves. You know, hey, G, let's get back to the Michael Vick thing. Uh, when they interviewed Michael Vick uh, before the draft and they had to go through the uh, Indianapolis, uh, through the, uh, what do they call that? Combine. Uh, the Combine. They do all these psychological testing, personality testing, blah, 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 blah. Didn't they see anything with him? Did, did they, 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 they don't. They, let me, well, let me ask that question. They, they, don't, they don't really care. They don't really. Come on. Yeah, they, but they, they, took, they took Maurice Corrette through those same tests. Ooh, and it, and, 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 and the Denver Broncos still drafted him. You, you think that stuff didn't show up on that test? If it if it if it was there, they didn't care. They like this guy is still possibly a decent football player. Yeah, but look player. at happened to Maurice Collette. He's in jail now for the next ten years or something. I mean, he was a great football player out of Ohio State. Yeah, he was a good football. player. I mean, this guy he was not a great football. You don't player. think he was a great football? He was player? good. I think he would have been a great football he player. Great football player. And, and he, he agrees. He was a great football. I think I think Claret would have done so well. But the Michael Vick thing, they they do all these testing the tests to make sure that they're getting somebody who has a sound of mine, I guess, or some morals to a point, and then this thing breaks, and we've been talking about it for the last six, seven weeks about the Michael Vick thing, and I thought, myself, they were going to sweep it under the carpet, but apparently they did not. 
And we lost our screen. Where's the engineer? Well, listen, I, I, I want this. I want to get off Michael Vick. Hey, hey, G, uh, can you can you answer a couple questions for me? Listen, we've got this thing that the Arizona Cardinals are the host team for the 2008 Super Bowl. And we'd like to ask all of our fans that call in to give us their opinion. Do you think that they will retain that home field advantage and make it to the Super Bowl? Or do you think that they're going to lose it? And if you think they're going to lose it, when you think they're going to lose it? Now, before you answer that question, I want to kind of take you through something. And what I'm going to take you through is I'm going to take you through like the first eight games. And that may answer the question for us right then. Their first game, September 10th, they play the 49ers. What do you think about who's going to win that game? That's a tough one, Ray. I don't think the Arizona Cardinals can run the table to make it to the Super Bowl, and I'll tell you why. I just don't think that they have the personnel this year to make it. I think they'll make it to the playoffs. I think they'll make a strong run for uh, maybe the NFC uh, championship game, but not the Super Bowl. No, gee, I disagree with you totally. I don't think they're going to get close to the uh, NFC Championship game. And when you hesitated when Ray asked that question, you really had to think about it before you answered. Well, wait, you, let me, you, let's answer no, no, the no. second the you, second game. No. What about the Seahawks? What about when they play well, the, the Seahawks? Seahawks went to the Super okay, Bowl. so if they start off, if they start off with well, a couple years ago, but if they start off with the 49ers, do they win or lose that game? Hey, G, they win or lose? They lose. Okay, so they all won. Now, 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 what right about there. Seattle? Seattle, you, you, they win or lose? They lose. Oh man, they're zero and two. Baltimore, the Ravens lose, lose. Zero and three. Zero and three. Pittsburgh lose. Zero four. Oh wait a second. No, now they're playing the Rams. Okay, no wait a minute, Jay. Jay, you just said to me they have a chance to go. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> you, you just said you, they have a chance to go to the NFC Championship game, and now we're zero and four. Look, I'm rolling the dice, man. I live in Arizona. I'm trying to give the brothers some love. Come on. Well, I appreciate that. Here. That's what I've been trying to tell no, fan no, men yeah, for the yeah, longest. Yeah, the the fans have to change their attitude. and They have to get on no, board no, no, and go into with a positive attitude. No, you're totally wrong. It's not. Uh, the fans. It's the team. The team has to win, then the fans come. The fans are pissed off, and they're fed up with the spin, and they're fed up with the losing. Well, we're they're undefeated fed- right now. Huh? We're undefeated. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we haven't lost a game. Look, at he just said, G just said, 0-4, man. Well, hey, hey G, you, you got to change that, because I don't think you're you're doing too wait, me, well no, with your prediction. You start wait, wait, off 0-4. Hey, G, how long have you been in the Valley? Two years. Two years. I've been here 19 I have sat here and watched this team, and I'm going to tell you something else. I went to a Sun Devil, you know, I went to the, in one of the games, just, I think I went to two Cardinals games the whole time I've been here, and, um, you know, I go into the, into the stadium, and when they did televise it, most of the time they don't televise the games because nobody wants to watch the game. Um, the, the majority of the team, the majority of the fans were dressed in the, um, uh, you know, the opposing team. So if the Cowboys came in to play the Cardinals, the stadium was filled with blue and silver. That's just the Cowboys. The Cowboys no, got tremendous not. following across the no, country. They're America's no, team. No, what do you expect? No, no. Even when the Eagles came in, the same thing. All the Philly fans came out and wore the green. And they're the Cardinals playing in their in their home stadium, and they're, and, and they're not even supporting the team. The fans would not come out. So the bottom line is the fans have to come out. The fans are going to come out when they win. And when they win, it, it'll, it'll all change. But if they continue on this losing streak... Uh, I don't Arizona know. has the most fair weather fans in the, in the NFL. I mean, let's face it, this is a resort community. The Arizona people here, most of them are transplants. They don't understand what it is to be a committed to an NFL team. You can go to New York Jets, you can go to Philadelphia, they can start the season out on four. You're still going to have a pack house. You're going to have fans committed. That's the right. fans in Arizona need to get behind the Cardinals. They need to understand that this is the team of our community and we need to support them. That's the bottom line. Hey, wait, 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 wait. This guy, this guy 
guy got passionate about that. Hold on, where are you from? Are you from someplace else? Are you from Arizona? I live here in Arizona now, but I'm telling you right now, the fans here are fair weather fans. Most people are transplants. They're from California. They're Raider fans, San Francisco, but they're not true. Arizonians, and they don't support the Cardinals like you would if you were in New York or you were with the Cleveland Browns or the Philadelphia Eagles. Hey, hey, G, let me ask you. I'm going to ask you one question. Years ago, I thought that the Cardinals would have gone and went after the children, like the ten-year-olds, and started marketing to the kids because they're growing up here in Arizona, and they would have that big, huge fan base. Because you're right, everybody is transplanted here, like me. I'm an Eagles fan, always will be an Eagles fan. I mean, I don't care what the Cardinals do. I love the Philadelphia Eagles. I started when I was five years old with them, and I'm still with them to this day. And you're right. Whether the Eagles lose or win, that stadium is... Hey, but let me get back to that. You know what? What you just said there, that's exactly what's happening with this Michael Vick thing right now. And that is, you said you've been a fan since you were five years old. And that's what the league has done. A tremendous... That's why this is a billion-dollar business, multi-billion-dollar business. you got teams worth a billion dollars because they, like McDonald's, who has it as well, they get you from the time you're a kid, and they keep you until you go to your... Green. But see, they didn't do that here when the Cardinals moved here. They didn't do any of that kind of marketing. But they will be because of people like myself and oh. like you and like G. Because, no, no, our offsprings will care. be Cardinal fans. And so as long as the team remains here, then their children will be Cardinal fans. So the, the real passion for this team will not happen in the right, beginning. It will happen years down the road. Am I hearing you saying that the Cardinals need to have a community outreach program where they reach out to the youth sports a little and bit And I think they, they did some of that. They've had some of that because no, they, Fan they, Man announced it on the air a couple yeah, times. They, They're starting they, to do that. They need they, they, to do more of that because the years go by very quickly, and when they turn 17 and 18, they can go to the games themselves, and then they have this uh, this base fa- this fan base that's there, and everybody else, their parents, like me, I'm an Eagles fan. I will watch the Eagles and will not watch the Cardinals. I don't listen to Cardinals radio. I don't. I could care less. I mean, if they were winning, I'd be happy for them. Yes, I would. But I'm a hardcore Eagles fan. Well, gee, let me ask you something. You know a little bit about football, obviously. You know, they're going to come in and they're going to try to reestablish yourself as a physical football team, particularly on the offensive line, you know, to give hopefully that, you know, will open up the passing game. Do you think they'll be successful with that? Yes. You think, okay, so obviously with the first-round pick, you know, they, they, they went in that direction. But, uh, you know, my my biggest pet peeve here is I just don't think that they can get it done with Edron James. I think Edge is a little bit too old. I disagree. If the O-line, gee, here's my feeling on that. If the O-line... Edron James would take the gold out of his mouth, but he can't put gold back in the legs, okay? Edron James is, is an older back. He's not as quick as he used to be. They need to get a younger back in here that has the flexibility, durability, and the quickness to take them, to carry them on their back. See, that's a man that knows football, fan man. That man knows football. He's talking about that edge is over uh, the I hill. I'm, I don't know anything. And I hope, and I'm hoping that I, but he, well, no, you know, but, you know but what? no, I'm hoping that he, we motivate edge. I hope it, we do. I hope he makes Edger, me out of a liar. Okay, Edron James is uh, on the team. He signed with a contract. They're gonna, they're gonna play him. If the O line can open up the holes. I think Edron James is going to just tear it up, and I think that it's going to be very good. But if the O-line doesn't, just like last year, this guy was only getting two and three yards. That's That was about it. Let's face it. Edron James came to the desert for the money. He came here to retire. Yeah, but you know what, gee, he lost the Super Bowl. He lost, he lost out when he left. 
But, you know, one thing about it is what they did is, is I think they got him some help. I'm pretty sure that they went out to pick up somebody in the backfield who's going to open up a few holes for him. As a matter of fact, they picked up the one guy who used to play for the Browns who is now going to be, you know, the lead blocker for Edge because that, that's basically what he needs. He needs somebody in the backfield who's able to do that for him. Yeah, and they got five fullbacks. They have uh, veterans Terrell Smith. They got A.J. Scobble. They got uh, rookies Tim Castile. Brandon Snow and uh, Rashawn uh, Vercher. So if these any of those fullbacks are really good to block to, for the, for the outside run, uh, yeah, I think Edrin James is, is going to do something. But well, I don't think he's doing anyway. for a whole season. Hey, well, Edrin listen. James to me is like O.J. Anderson was with the Giants back going back in 1987 when the Giants won the Super Bowl. He was a role player and he did a very good job. Edrin James doesn't have the ability to carry his team on his back through 16 games like he did when he was a younger ball player. All right. Hey, G, we appreciate the call, but let me just end this by saying O.J. got a chance to go to the Super Bowl and win it with the Giants, so we uh, hope that exactly uh, right. that happens here. Thank you for your call. Listen, uh, anybody who's uh, listening like to call in, please call in, 866-472-5787. You'll listen to Ray Ellis Sports on the Voice America Network with the number one co-host in the world. Amen. And we'll be right back after these messages. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Must be at least 21 years of age to play. Void where prohibited. Where I come from, mate, there's a horse racing event so big, it's dubbed the race that stops a nation. Offices are closed. The streets are quiet. And then it happens. The running of the Melbourne Cup. This first Tuesday in November, the eyes and ears of a nation are on Australia and the world-famous Flemington Racetrack for the Melbourne Cup. And YouBet.com wants to take you and a guest there. All expenses paid. You Bet You Fly at YouBet.com could just be the ticket to this year's Melbourne Cup. A winning ticket like none you've ever cashed before. And all you've got to do for your chance to win is play. Just wager five times with YouBet.com between April the 1st and June the 30th and you'll automatically be entered to win. New to YouBet.com? Stop on by and we'll give you a free 60-day trial. Nobody gives you more tracks, more features or more ways to enjoy the action. Log on to YouBet.com to play and you could be at Australia's racing event of the year. The Melbourne Cup. You Bet You Fly. See contest info and rules for You Bet You Fly at YouBet.com. Here it is, sports fans, the Arthur A.G. Sports Radio Show, where we talk about sports and everything in between, from high school to college sports, right up to the pros. Join host Arthur A.G., co-star of the 1994 sports documentary, Hoop Dreams, for the Arthur A.G. Sports Radio Show every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 Eastern, premiering on the Voice America Sports Channel. Arthur will host a variety of guests and will give the average fan a platform to voice his or her opinion about how sports play a significant role in our society. Get set for hard-hitting topics that cut to the soul of sports. See the sports industry through the eyes of the kid in the city and the kid in the suburbs. Hear from the businessmen and, yes, women from around the world. Whatever your passion is, football, basketball, baseball, golf, soccer, NASCAR, or hockey, the Arthur A.G. Sports Radio Show is for you. That's every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific time right here on the Voice America Sports Channel. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Hey, well, here's that music. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
Anyway, you're listening to Voice we America. We ain't playing around. Yeah, you're listening to Voice America Sports Radio on the Voice America Dot com radio network. Uh, if you'd like to call in, 866-472-5788. Again, 866-472-5788. You're listening to the Ray Ellis Sports Show along with Fan Man. And we made our announcement earlier, but uh, we'll make it again. Pat Summerall will be on the Voice Market Sports Radio Network in September. And we're really looking forward to having Pat on. Anyway, we have Kenny now from Kentucky. Kenny's been on the show before, I think. Uh, Kenny, are uh, you on the air? Is this uh, that guy the, uh, from Kentucky? Yeah, y'all done. Oh, yeah, this is that guy. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know what, Kenny, uh, are, are you the one that called before about the uh, the dog fighting when we talked about the Michael Vick thing? Uh, back you sure do have a short memory. Wow. Well, well, that's fan, man. That's hey, not hey, right. Hey, I remember, hey, Kenny, hey, it's you. Hey, I remember it's you, right? Hey, hey wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute, Kenny. I'm, I'm being nice to you. I'm being nice to you, too. You know, so uh, Kenny, how do you? I know you go to uh, dog fights, and I know that you and, and you uh, you involve your family with this. You know, I, you, I hosted a dog fight uh, last night. My my pit bull won. I won about ten thousand. Really? Yeah. So do you train these pit bull? I mean, how do you train a pit bull to be a killer? Uh, feed them raw meat and blood. You feed them raw meat and blood. Mm-hmm. Don't let them have no human contact. Now see if this now, now see now listen. This is this is this is not a joke. If there are people out there that are doing this, you know, I I, I want everybody to know I am totally well, against Kenny it. Does it? Kenny. But obviously there's other people out here to do these. Well, kinds uh, of things. Kenny, let me ask you a question. Do you live in? We a, have a disclaimer on this show. No, you know, no, 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 disclaimer. <laughs> I'm just talking about you know this guy. All, all thoughts that come out of my mouth are mine and mine alone. <laughs> Oh, all right, Kenny. Now, let, let me ask you. Not the opinion of the of the station or the host uh, or yes. the co-host. I, I'm, not, I'm not saying anything. I'm just asking questions. Now, Kenny, uh, do you um, are you in an isolated area? Because it must be a lot a lot of noise when dogs are uh, dying. I live and, in the hills of Kentucky. So you eat, so do you eat uh, what kind of food do you eat? You eat that uh, road uh, roadkill stuff. Does he eat? <laughs> Come on, guys. Do you feed on. do you feed the dogs roadkill? Hey, well, no, no. Let, 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 let's get back to That's one thing. I want to say when, he, when we let me, let, me, let, me, let me, Kenny. Let me tell you something. I think you're disgusting for you to do, be doing something like this. The the the, you know, the dogs they're animals. He's got to have neighbors, just like the Michael Vick thing. There was neighbors that it, had to hear has, what was going on. Right. Has anybody complained about what you do? My neighbor fights dogs too. Oh, so you're all a bunch of low lowlifes then? Yep, yep. Whatever you say. So, so apparently, man. you know what, you know what, Kenny? I totally disagree with what you're doing, and you should stop doing it. When you when you go to heaven, you know what's going to happen to your ass? What's heaven? Oh, what's heaven? Yeah, so you're you're an atheist too, well, right? Well, see, obviously, right, Kenny, yeah, yeah. This this guy is not uh, good hey, news at all. Hey, Kenny, bad news all the way around. Bad news, Kenny. You, are you married? Uh, yeah, I am. I have two kids as well. Oh, and these kids uh, see your activity with dogs? Uh, yeah, one of one of my 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 oldest Ken, he's been uh, he's been helping me out a little bit, you know. What well, What do you mean help help me out? And, 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 and again, that's again, that's, that, that's that's not a good thing at all because you know when you talk about role models, we talk about parents should be role models, and obviously it's not a good thing for your parent to you know to encourage you to do something that's first of all it's illegal, it's against the law. And that's the first thing we want to say. Thank it's, you for it's, clarifying it's, that for me. I appreciate it, 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 it. It's against the law. Well, some people don't know what the law is. So, well, you, you know, know what, Kenny? We can track your ISP, your IP number and find out where you're at down in the hills of Kentucky. In fact, I don't even know. I, I can't believe they have Internet connections in the hills of Kentucky. That's I have a satellite uplink. Oh, you have a satellite uplink? Oh, really? It's the only way to get Internet where I live. It's too rural of an area. Yeah, do you have any uh, teeth missing? Hey, Kenny, let me ask you something. you follow football? Uh, a little bit. Okay, uh, the Arizona Cardinals. What do you think about the Arizona Cardinals? Well, last year they didn't do too well. They got a good quarterback. Uh, uh, they made some good good decisions this year with the offensive line. I'm thinking maybe they might be a little bit more forced to be reckoned with over in the West. 
Isn't that where you guys are from in the West? Well, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah we're in that's, Phoenix. That's where we're dope. at, and, and that's what the show's all about. We're, the show is about the Arizona yeah, Cardinals. We're in Phoenix, you dope. Tell Fan Man to go back to Apache Junction. Where, where Apache Junction? How dare you say that to me? You don't even know where Apache Junction is. <laughs> well, well I've, I've, I've been to Arizona. Well, you, I know. Oh. You've been to Arizona. Wherever well, I ever see your ass, I'll make sure you're arrested. Hey, listen, we appreciate we appreciate <laughs> you calling in, Kenny. Uh, you're listening to Rail Sports on the Voice America Network, and I think we uh, we need I to get back gone. to. Yeah. I think we need to get back to the you Arizona. Know what? I'm going to report him to the authorities in Kentucky so they can take his kids away from him. And both of those people, husband and wife, should never be allowed to have children because he is a absolute pig. Well, you know one thing he, about he, it, he, and there are, there are other people out there like that, you know, and I'm, I'm against dog fighting, but I'm saying that there are other people. Have you seen how many reporters are covering this thing? Oh, yeah, it's a big thing. So if it's, it's, a, so if it's a big thing, I think there's more people there than there is, you know, when, when the president is making an announcement about what's going over in Iraq. Right, they don't care about Iraq. They care about the dogs. Yeah, what? What is well, that? Well, you know the dog industry really. When you, nobody talks about the dog industry, it, well, they do once in a while, but it is in the billions. They sell how much pet okay. food and. I mean, you okay, know, I got, okay, now you, you rub me the wrong way. I gotta uh, say something, okay? Mean, because you're, because you're talking about dog. Way. Let me, let me just say this. The fact of the matter is, you know, you got these NFL owners that, that are standing up that are so much concerned about what's happening with these dogs. And please, you know, I don't want everybody calling in and say, what in the hell is wrong with Ray? But let me just say this to you. NFL players get treated like dogs. Because you, wait, just as they said, wait. when these dogs have no more use, they take them out to the pastures and they get rid of them. Well, let me tell you something, okay? There are many players that those things happen to as well. There are NFL players who play football and then they're and, and not, hopefully, they didn't think it was their last game. But in the last game they played and they got injured. And you know what those team owners did to them? They put them out to the pastures and got rid of them because they have more, no more use for them. So that happens to players all the time. If you ever go to an NFL practice in particular... If a guy gets hurt, it could be a career-ending injury. You know what they do? They move the drill. They move the players out of the way. They go over there and practice, and they send that guy to the hospital. And guess what? When it's over and done with, he can't play anymore, he's done. Well, you know, talking about the NFL players being put out the pasture when they get hurt in training camp, and they don't have any sign game. Or game. They don't have any signed contracts. And, Ray, you got hurt. I mean, I mean, you know, you told me exactly. about the injury. And, you know, here's, the, here's the thing. Mike Ditka is now in front of Congress. I mean, Mike Ditka has to go in front of Congress to talk about NFL players that are not getting money because they're disabled. And, 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 and the injuries happen. Many of these injuries happen because of what happened on the football field. That's where those injuries come from. Now, I'm not saying – I'm just saying that we're treated no, – many of us are treated like dogs many times. I'm not saying they're yeah, killing you, us. No, they don't wait, kill wait, 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 us. Wait, wait. You also made a lot of money when you played, too. Well, well, it's you made all, a lot of money. Well, it's relevant. It wasn't a lot of money. My first time I got in, my, my well, first contract – yeah. My first contract, first contract, you know how much I made? $30,000. Uh, $30, that's not what I ended 30, with, but yeah, that's what, what you started what did, with. What did you end with? Um, you know, oh, you probably 10 that. times that amount. 10 times that amount, because <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're a good more. football player. Yeah. But, but, it, but again, it's all relevant. It, it doesn't do last. It, it doesn't last for, well, it's relevant yeah, in a sense of it's supply what? and demand. And if you're, if you got a product that demands that type of, you know, if you get that kind of demand for your product, then you sell it for what okay. you want to. You know what? And that's what the NFL does. And that's what they're trying to protect now is their money. Right. I agree with you. If you're working for a, a company, a, a corporation, and you get hurt on a job, okay, just like a football player, you're an employee of a team, which is basically a company. The, let's say the Falcons or the Eagles or the Cardinals. It's a company. That's what it is. It's not. And then they say they call it the organization. Well, the organization has to take care of their employees. And if the employee gets hurt on the job, which is right now we're talking about football then they have to take care of them. And apparently they are now taking care of them. That's why Mike Ditka has to go to 
uh, Washington and go in front of Congress and explain to Congress what is actually going on. And the NFL is not taking the proper steps to help and, and ensure that these players are cared for. I'm talking the ones that got hurt. You got hurt, but you, you walk around and you're fine. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you got a big no, mouth. I'm fine when yeah. you see me, but there's many times where I lay in bed at night and I'm not fine. Well, okay. Well, you know what? Then you should get some type of disability. I mean, do they, do they have the injury? Well, let's talk about the current players. And, and they're taking well, care of, and which ones they're taking care of. And let's talk about our players. Okay, let's say the Arizona Matt, Cardinals. Right, let's say Matt Liner. Let's just take an example. Matt Liner goes out first. The first game with the San Francisco 49ers, Monday Night Football takes the first snap. Some strong safety or some linebacker comes in and slams him to the ground, and he's out of the game. I mean, he's 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 done. Let's say he breaks a leg like a Joe Theismann thing did in the. Let's eight. take Kurt Warner. That's how Matt got in the game because okay. Kurt got hurt. Kurt, Kurt, Kurt got hurt. Are they going to take care of Kurt Warner? After his playing days are over, are they going to make sure that he – and I'm not talking about making a living. I'm talking about making sure that he, he has health benefits, that he um, you know, gets the right medical attention for whatever no. injuries that he may see. No. Well, that's, what, and then, no. And that's not right. No. That's not right. right. They should take care of it. And if Kurt Warner's going to go out there and play the game, and he does make a lot of money, and there will be a lot of people saying, you know, you're totally wrong here. But you know what? We, as the fans – Enjoy the game for entertainment purposes, and everybody in this country is really getting excited about the football season. It's coming yeah. up. Let's, let's talk about that. As a matter of fact, you know, speaking wow. about entertainment, you it's know, entertainment. We're, 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 we're entertaining, and hopefully, you know, we, you guys find this entertaining what we're talking about in the air. But one thing I want to talk about is I want to get back to this upcoming season. I want to talk about the talent we have or the lack of talent, and it just turns out. That according to, in particular, I get this magazine, the ESPN magazine, kind of keep up to date of what's happening, you know. And you talk about Matt Liner, you know, and I'm hoping that we're going to make it to the playoffs. But the fact of the matter is, you know, according to the magazine and some of the statistics and things like that and the rating, Matt is only rated number 13 out of 32 quarterbacks. Really? What do you th- how, do? You think he's better than that? Do you think he's he's better than what? Uh, you know, he's what? not better than Peyton no. Manning. You know what? I don't know how he could be rated. He's not better than Drew Brees. Yeah, I don't know how he could be rated number thirteen. I, I just I can't believe that he only played a one he, season. He's rated higher he, than B- Big Ben. Roethlisberger. Would you think you think he's better no, than Ben? No, I don't think he's better than Ben. I, he hasn't proven how good he is. You he think he's better than Jay Cutler? No. Denver? No. See. Well, they got, they got him. They got him. Well, they got him. They, you think he's better than Brett Favre? You know what? I think it's the Hollywood, the Hollywood thing. And I, you know, you know, Ray, the guy played uh, last year. They lost miserably. He was kicked around the field. How could they rate him as the thirteenth best? Bleh, you think best? he's better than Steve McNair? No, he's not better than Steve. What? How about uh, how about uh, Donovan? Oh no no he definitely died. they don't have him. Oh, Donovan's better than him. That's good. Oh well, yeah, Donovan. Yeah yeah. But well, when Donovan's healthy, but but guess what? I, I, Michael Vick, you know they got you know. And, and the thing about the NFL, you know, there are some great athletes out there. They are very very good. And I'm not so I'm not so sure in terms of quarterbacks right now. I'm, I'm gonna go across a list of names here: Peyton Manning, Carson Palmer, Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Mark Bolger, Donovan McNabb, Michael Vick, Vince Young, Matt Hasselbeck. You got Brett Favre still that I didn't name yet. You got Big Ben. You got Eli Manning. You know, I'm not so sure. You got you, you got uh, Steve McNair. I'm not so sure that right now this group of quarterbacks, you know, it's it's one of the better groups that's been out there for a while. I mean, for a while. For a while, yeah, because you go back to the Marino days oh, and, that was great, and the Dan Faust days yeah. and, mm-hmm. you know, and all those other guys. Th- those were great quarterbacks. All right, we'll continue this conversation about the quarterbacks. Uh, we have to take a break. You're listening to the Voice America Sports Radio Network with uh, Ray Ellis on the Ray Ellis Show, along with Fan Man, and we'll be right back after these messages. 
just say it like it is. And you can too. Internet Sports Talk Radio. Listen up, race fans. It's time to tune into Race Talk Radio Rewind and get the news from the cars and the stars in auto racing from all over the country. Sit down, strap in, and sound off with host and my friend, Dennis Michelson, freelance NASCAR writer and a big race fan himself. Race Talk Radio airs live on the Voice America Sports Channel every Wednesday afternoon at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Racetalkradio.com features the official Internet radio shows for the ARCA Remax and ASA Late Model Series. We feature the only NASCAR Top 20 poll that gets the NASCAR press and fans involved in the voting every week. Now that's something to wag your tail at. Tune into Race Talk Radio Rewind with host Dennis Michelson for exclusive racing features and the best interviews from our Racetalkradio.com network of racing shows. That's every Wednesday afternoon at 12 p.m. PST and 3 p.m. EST on the Voice America Sports Channel. Must be at least 21 years of age to play. Void where prohibited. Where I come from, mate, there's a horse racing event so big, it's dubbed the race that stops a nation. Offices are closed. The streets are quiet. And then it happens. The running of the Melbourne Cup. This first Tuesday in November, the eyes and ears of a nation are on Australia and the world-famous Flemington Racetrack for the Melbourne Cup. And YouBet.com wants to take you and a guest there. All expenses paid. You Bet You Fly at YouBet.com could just be the ticket to this year's Melbourne Cup. A winning ticket like none you've ever cashed before. And all you've got to do for your chance to win is play. Just wager five times with YouBet.com between April the 1st and June the 30th. And you'll automatically be entered to win. New to YouBet.com? Stop on by and we'll give you a free 60-day trial. Nobody gives you more tracks, more features or more ways to enjoy the action. Log on to YouBet.com to play and you could be at Australia's racing event of the year. The Melbourne Cup. You Bet You Fly. See contest info and rules for You Bet You Fly at YouBet.com. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, hey, welcome back to the Rail of Sports Show. I'm Fan Man. And we're talking about the uh, top uh, running backs, top quarterbacks, uh, top wide receivers, and you know what? And, and how many how many tops is the Cardinals tops? Where are well, they top at? Well, the card on the running backs, the Cardinals come in with uh, number twenty. Edwin James number comes in number twenty out of fifty running backs. He comes in number twenty, so it's not too bad. Yeah, and for well, well, that no, that's because some people have oh, a one back set, and some people have you know two running backs. Of which this year we're probably gonna we're probably gonna go and be you know with two backs, but. Uh, but you know, you know, again, he's number what, number twenty something there in him. You know? What about Priest Holmes? Where's he at? Well, pr- uh, well, pr- listen. Then that's another thing. Now here's a guy who comes back after two years, just about being out. Mm-hmm. But he's under, he's obviously under contract with. He's, that's Kansas City. Yeah, he's obviously under contract with Kansas. Why do you bring back a thirty-something year old running back? He's getting paid eight hundred thousand dollars. So the fact of the matter is, they only brought him back because he's under contract and they got to pay him anyway. Mm-hmm. So you know they're going to try so to one, give him. Some. So one way or the other, they got to pay him. If they cut him, they still got to pay him. If they keep him, they, they can't cut him. He's you know he's under contract. He's so under contract. but but he but no he's Larry Johnson. That's his job. The only thing Herman's going to do there, Herman Edwards is going to do there, is get himself in some kind of trouble if he even considers. Mm-hmm. You know because Larry's not the you know he's not the nicest guy in the world anyway. He well, wants you, the ball all the time. Yeah, you played with Herman Edwards. Yeah, he went to Philadelphia. He 
he was a great player. Yeah, he's a good coach, too. Yeah, he's, he's a good coach. He, he still hasn't won a Super Bowl. Oh, he will. He'll get there. Well, I don't know if he's, he's going to get there. The, the Chiefs aren't going to get to the Super Bowl. Well, you know, it's always with the, with the Chiefs when you look at it. They got Patterson as the GM. They brought in Vermeil. It's like Philadelphia. They bring in... They bring in uh, the, the coach. Uh, he he played for Philadelphia, so they try to bring that Philadelphia mentality. Yeah, well, what you, you know, it, it happens to be Philadelphia. You know, and one thing about you know the NFC East is you know they're one of those divisions that I think is unique in the sense that, and it was about twenty years ago, but still in the eighties, that was the only division that. Had it was exciting. Every one of those teams went to the Super Bowl. Remember Randall Cunningham? Yeah, I remember that. But ah. every one of those teams in that division went to Dude, the Super Bowl. That's right. You know, they, the Eagles didn't win, but every team went. The Redskins won it a couple times. The Cowboys won it. The mm-hmm. Giants won it. Mm-hmm. And the Eagles went, you know, except one team. And that team was the Arizona Cardinals. At <laughs> <laughs> which time, for which they used to be yeah, the I got St. You Louis Cardinals. Dude, man. But, no, so, they were the St. Louis Cardinals. <laughs> they will never get to a Super Bowl. Anyway, if you'd like look to call at the, Okay, with running backs. Anyway, anyway, if you'd like to call in 866, while, while Ray looks up the uh, running backs and the wide receivers, 866-472-5788. Again, 866-472-5788. Now, major announcement, uh, Pat Summerall will be joining the Voice America Radio Sports Network in September. Uh, the uh, actual date, I think, is September 5th, and we'll be giving out the times and running promos, and uh, we welcome Pat to the family, and Pat will be having a great time talking about uh, football, and he'll be able to really let it loose this time. And, and I'm really looking forward to it. As I said before, you know, you know, one of the greatest of all times when it He's comes great, to... Man. You know, announcing a game and calling a game on TV, and and also a great football player too. So it'll be good to have. And him I go board. back with Pat Summerall all the way back to Tom Brookshire. I mean, oh, that's oh Brookie. Oh yeah, I know Brookie. Yeah, Tom. Oh, yeah. Bro- yeah, they 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 had uh, Pat Summerall and Tom Brookshire teamed up with CBS. That was great. Man. Yeah, that was good. So he'll be here with anyway. us on the Voice America Network, yeah. and, and we'll be great. And September, we'll be great too. We'll there be, you go. We'll be hey, right well, listen, when you're talking about the running backs, you know, yeah, okay. you, you know, of course, you know, the running back of all running backs right now. Is Ladanian Thompson? No, oh, no, yeah. no, no, no doubt about it. No He's questions. One on, done. And because of that, do you think that the San Diego Chargers have a chance to make it to the Super Bowl? The San Diego Chargers almost had it last year. Get rid of Marty Schottenheimer. That was stupid. Yeah, yeah, that was really dumb. Well, you know, why did they get rid of Schottenheimer? He took management, the management, and the coach. You know, they they're not on the same page. Yeah, but you know what it is. So, you know, you can go out there, you can play, and they were fourteen and two, whatever they were. I mean, best great. record I think of anybody. Yeah, best record. They go in there and they lose the game. And it's not the coach. I, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't uh, believe that it was the coach's fault. It was the team. They just didn't. For some reason, they just didn't have it together. Well, that one thing for sure, team. you'll find out this year is because the coach is gone, but the same players will be there. So this will so, be a chance to find out: right. is it coaching or is it the players? Is right. it the system or is it well, the players? Well, the system that Schottenheimer put in there uh, was really, really good because they. Uh, they almost got to the Super Bowl, and they just happened to lose the game. Anyway, talking about wide receivers. Yeah, you like now. You like there's one particular wide receiver, you know, that you like. And there's one thing you like about the Cardinals, and and there's a reason why. Yeah, Larry Fitzgerald. I like Larry Fitzgerald. I think he is a great wide receiver. He always catches the. He's like quick. He always catches the ball. Now you said something that's key. I'm glad you said that because that's right. a, that is key. Catch the ball. That's what's important. Is that what they do? To always catch. But most of the time, you know what? You know, hey, huh? hey, one of the guys what? out there that I think is a good wide receiver is T.O. One thing about T.O., he could be a great wide receiver, yeah, but, but he drops a lot of passes. Yeah, he does drop a lot of passes, but he's been dropping. Larry more. does not drop passes. He doesn't drop passes, but uh, T.O. has been dropping a lot of passes in Dallas uh, ever since the Eagle uh, mess, and I think T.O. just destroyed the Dallas team. I I don't know what they're going to do with him. But anyway, Larry Fitzgerald is a great, 
great receiver. But he's not. He's, he's not. He, wait, he is not the best receiver in the league. You don't. You don't think he's the best. He's one of the best. He's right? one of the best. But he. But 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 if there was somebody else that that was out there that you take, you could have instead of him. Would would well, you like, take uh, Steve Smith, Marvin Harrison, Chad Johnson, Terry Holt, Wedgie Wayne, Terrell Owens? I would pick. I I would pick Fitzgerald. He's a great player. But people love to watch him catch that ball and, and run. I mean, it's fabulous. Well, you know. Okay, when so I listen. Do watch a Cardinal okay, game. now listen. Okay, now well, on the offensive side, we've right. got. Our quarterback is like, you know, in the middle of the bunch. Our running back is like number, number 20. Number 20. Okay, we got a receiver. Number who, seven. Who, who's, who's, who's at the top? Did they, did they list Antoine Baldwin on there? No, he's well, he's not, you know, he's, he's, he's somewhere, but he's, you know, he's not. He's a great the, receiver, too. Yeah, but, but again, you know, you look at what you got there, and on the offensive side of the ball, you know, our quarterback's so-so. Our wide receiver, okay, we got a good wide receiver. You know, our running back, you know, our running back is, you know, so we're just in the middle of the bunch. So as much as I like to believe we're going to make the playoff, it's going to be tough, but I think we're going to make the playoff. Our our tight end, we got a pretty good tight end. In fact, we just drafted a a new tight end too, but our tight end is okay, you know, so – uh, I don't know on the, on the defense side. I, I'm thinking on the defensive no, side see, of the ball. You see, on the tight ends, they don't even list they, they don't even list any Cardinal tight ends. Yeah, I mean so, that's how bad it is. No, on the well, tight that, that's just but they got a rookie in. He'll probably be, yeah, you know. yeah. He'll he'll do a little bit, you know. But but on the defensive side of the ball, I like the energy that our defense is going to bring to the ball. Uh, you know, the guys seem to have a lot of fun. They 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 hustle. They run to the ball, and of course, you know that's what Wiz wants. Wiz wants a very aggressive defense. And he's going to allow that to happen. We know the offensive side of the ball, the offensive line for running the track. Right. You know, Russ Grimm has already said those guys are going to be aggressive. Yeah, but so you're talking about the Cardinals. Uh, basically, what it, the, the magazine's talking about is that uh, they've learned, we've learned not to doubt coordinator Clancy Prendergast, but the switch to the three fall is a tall order. They come in at number 21. That's what I'm saying. On Yahoo Sports the other day, they had the Cardinals coming in 21, or 23, and the other guy pulled them at 27. That tells me that they are not going to make the playoffs. They are going to be probably, and I'm going to be nice here, I'm, I think it's going to be a 500, uh, uh, a 500 um, uh, season. season? Yeah, well, I, I don't think, I don't. I, you know what? The first game for the 49ers, if, if in fact, Ray, if in fact that they win that game on Monday Night Football, which is amazing to me, I think it's because of Leinart, if they win that game, then it's going to be a, uh, it might be different because the team's going to be motivated, the fans are going to be motivated, and it's going to be a national telecast. Uh, you know, I, I really do think that if they win, if they lose the game, I think we're in for a sorry state of affairs. Well, you know, one thing about the Cardinals, what, what's going to happen to us, in order for us to be a good team, is we've got to get a couple of those wins early in the season. Because in the well, la- that's, what all the, that's but, what all the teams want to do. Yeah, but because the latter part of the season, I, and I don't know how we got this schedule. I, you know, I, I, I'd really like to know how this schedule. And I know how it's determined based upon where you finish at. But the latter part of the season, you know, after our bye week, you know, we've got Tampa Bay, we've got Detroit, we got Cincinnati, we get the 49ers again, we got the Browns, we got Seattle again. Of course, those two are in our, in our conference, you know, uh, the fact that we're playing, uh, you know, the 49ers again and we're playing Seattle again. We got the Saints, we got the Falcons, and we got the Rams. We stand a chance in the latter part of that schedule there of making it as long as right. the early well, part of the season, the well, guys just don't lose it. Well, we're going to find out. Well, yeah, we're, we're going to find out. You know, we can sit here and pro- pro- not, uh, say all this stuff, but bottom line is they got to go out and play. One thing I'm going to say before we take off, uh, we're, we're almost out of time. What do you think about this NBA referee mess? Well, I mean, he's pulling games. It's, again, it's another blemish on a game, you know, and it, and it's something that, you know, you just hoping, like like the commissioner said, David Stern, oh, I, this can't well, be St- happening Stern to us. Stern was up there on a press conference going like this. Well, what do you think, uh, David? How, do you, how are you going to handle these things like this? Um, 
uh, um, uh, uh. And the reason he it's was doing done. the reason he was doing that was he was choosing his words very, very carefully. carefully. He couldn't even respond to the reporter because he was afraid of getting himself in trouble. But the guy, you can't pull a basketball game, and it hurt the Suns too, by the way. The Phoenix Suns were involved in this, plus others. But one referee doesn't pull the game. Well, you know, you're saying it's one referee. We don't know if it's just one referee. I think that, that how can one referee pull the game? Well, he can make a call. He's got a whistle. He can blow it. He can, yeah, we kicked out Stoudemire. Anyway, uh, we'll have to talk about that next week and see where that's going with the NBA with, uh, Tim, uh, Tim Donahue, I think it's I his think name. that's his name. That's his name. Anyway, he went to my high school, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he went to my high school. You bet on games? <laughs> I was trained by the priest. Bet on dog fights? I bet on man, you've done a lot of betting, man. I, I, I bet everything. <laughs> anyway, hey, thanks, uh, for listening to the show. Again, don't forget, Pat Summerall will be live. And on air, uh, starting September 5th, right here at the Voice America Sports Radio Network. And, Ray, it was a pleasure again, like it always is. Hey, and I enjoyed it. And as always, I'll see you next time, which will be the best time.